And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ever wonder what's going on behind the scenes when the music's playing? Yeah! Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, podcast exclusive. For the people who don't know what MIM, in, MIM is and they've never heard the word Maris, can you just give me like a, a really quick breakdown for people who have never heard of that before? Yes, yeah, so MIM is Maris Youth Ministry, which is essentially the community of young people who um, are associated with the Maris. So a lot of us have been to Maris schools or um, have just been friends of the MIM community. And we essentially are a family of young adults who like to get together to um, be formed, to talk about faith, to do ministry and just to hang out and have a good time. And uh, I know from personal experience that Sacred Heart here, where we are today, we'll have this amazing event going on. Um, it's one of it's one of the only Mara schools in South Australia. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so Sacred Heart um, is one Mara school, and then Cardine College is our other Mara school in South Australia. Um, so here at Sacred Heart, we love to collaborate with the guys at Cardine, and and they um, also have a really great um, group of of school students and of young adults as well who love to get involved in Mara Youth Ministry events, which is really awesome. Awesome. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what today is going to be like? So today is our young adult launch, which is essentially um, us kicking off MIM Adelaide for the year, which is super exciting. Obviously, 2020 was a bit of a difficult year for all of us. So today marks an opportunity for us to gather again um, to be able to see our friends once again. And um, it's an acknowledgement that 2021 is going to be a great year for MIM um, and essentially is an opportunity for us to get our young adults back involved in the community um, and let them know about some of the exciting stuff that's going to be going on throughout the year. And what was 2020 like? then because I mean I can imagine so much of uh, Morris Youth Ministry like the, the people that are all here today they're volunteering their time they're coming in they do it because they love it not Absolutely. because you know it's a chore or anything like that so when when so much of what Morris Youth Ministry is is everyone rallying around and just building a bit of a community when you can no longer do that anymore because of course of COVID mm-hmm. what what's that like what kind of sort of challenges did you think that you came up against? Yeah, so obviously, like a lot of people and a lot of organisations, Marish Youth Ministry went online last year and we were lucky that we were able to stay a little bit connected and do some formational kind of things over Zoom, like a lot of people did. But I think what we as Maris really missed last year was being able to um, roll up our sleeves and get involved in ministry because um, for me, being Maris um, is all about doing as Marcelin did, which was um, doing service, being out there in the community, meeting people and interacting firsthand. So I think as Maris, that's what we really missed last year and that's what we're most excited to get back into now. Uh, now you mentioned a very important name in there, especially yeah. with today being what it is. Uh-huh. Um, can you sort of explain to me who is Marcelin for the people who don't know and what is, what's so special about today specifically? Yeah, so St. Marcelin Champagne is obviously the founder of the Maris Brothers. We are a big fan of Marcelin here <laughs> um, and we are super excited today because today is St. Marcelin's feast day, um, which makes today even more special for us. Um, it's just an opportunity for us to be reminded of um, who we are as Maris. Um, Marcelin obviously kind of set the standard for us of who we are and what we do um, and today is an opportunity for us to celebrate him and all that he was um, and the best way to do that is, is to gather and, and be together as a community of young Maris so uh, can you tell me a little bit about what's the game plan for today like what's today sort of ideally going to look like I mean we've been here for so I don't know I don't know what's the time we've been here for about 45 minutes or something yeah. so far and I think I expected that it would be such like an official program and that yeah. it'd be like okay take your seats it's been really chill we've got some amazing live music but like what's what's the purpose of today what's today going to look like 
Today's purpose is essentially it's a community event and it's a time for us to be together, um, especially because we're welcoming lots of new young Maris into our community today, which is super exciting. And we're really grateful to have um, lots of new graduates from Sacred Heart and Cardine here today. So um, it's an opportunity for us to welcome them. And um, as I said, because of everything that went on last year, we're back here together and we're just making the most of that today. So um, that time in community is something which we value so highly and, and that's our priority today, number one. Awesome, beautiful. Thank you so much for chatting with me, Cara. We'll uh, hopefully catch up with you a little bit later on once the day has sort of uh, gotten into motion a little bit more. Absolutely. Thank you, Michaela. So what was it like for you, Sophie, that made you want to get interested? Because I know that your sister, we spoke to her a little earlier. She was just clearly super very involved. Yeah. Uh, was it kind of like a no, come on, come along? Or was it something that you like always kind of wanted to do? Well, I always want, obviously, with Cara, like being very involved that like kind of brought me along but also I just wanted to come myself especially last year like having M Soul, which was like so fun and it's kind of like still going with M Soul, but we're not in school anymore so it's not like we were just saying goodbye to that like it's still like keeping on going and like seeing those people but also new people as well so and you have to forgive me I did do M Soul when I was like in year 11 and I've totally forgot what M Soul means what what is it is it does it stand for something what is it what yeah it, it stands for Mara Solidarity right okay and course. it's just like we would do ministry we would just do catching up and <laughs> like everyone hanging out like we had soul food cafe every Thursday where we'd all just hang out and study or talk or whatever it was just like a really good like thing to do between our study like take our minds off all the stress and just hang out yeah. and stuff like that so it was really good if you had to sort of pick one thing that was the highlight of doing sort of ministry and solidarity and stuff like that is there anything that stands out to you probably like when we would run like fundraisers or events at school and like we'd all organize it at lunchtime and then it would finally happen and it would be like work out well and just like seeing everyone working together and like serving the community but like having heaps of fun with it that was probably like it's just like so fun and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we heard a little bit earlier from Cara about the events coming up. Um, we're going to hear a little bit about that later on as well. Is there anything like coming up that like made you like, oh, I really want to be involved in that? Or is there like uh, something maybe that you're really looking forward to to do with Maris Youth Ministry? I mean, um, from being in MSOL last year, we had the Soul Food Cafe every week. And I saw that on one of the sheets, you could come along to it on Thursday morning and help out. So I'm definitely excited to go back to that, sort of see um, this year's bunch of year 12s at MSOL, see if they're carrying it all on with the yeah. games we played every morning. But um, <laughs> Probably should backtrack a little bit for anyone who like doesn't know what Soul Food Cafe is. Oh, yeah. What like roughly sort of, probably should backtrack a little bit for anyone who like doesn't know what the Soul Food Cafe is. Oh, yeah. What is it? So um, it's for anyone that's in year 12, I believe, at Sacred Heart. Um, every Thursday morning, we don't start till later, like mm -hmm. our lessons start late. And you just come along in the morning just to have a place to chill out. There's bean bags, there's board games, there's hot chocolate. Um, you could study if you were stressed or you could just, I think most of the time I planned to study and then I ended up talking to everyone. But um, <laughs> it was just, just a big gathering of just year 12s really, it's just our own little space. Yeah. That's something that like I never did when I was in year 12. So I think it like started maybe when I was in year 12, but it never like really got going were you one of the year 12s who got to experience that? Yes, I think last year was the first year that it was really um, like in motion. Yeah. Everyone was turning up every week. Um, and did you and get yeah. like a pretty good turnout? We did. I reckon we had like 20 maybe 
at least every oh, wow. Thursday morning. It, the people would come and go a lot as well, though. Yeah. But um, I think the hot chocolates are pretty enticing <laughs> for most. I remember the very first week it ran. It was Cara <laughs> running it, and only one person showed up, yeah. and it was so sad. Yeah. She only had one person, and then the next week, by the next week, there was like twenty people, and oh, from wow. then on, yeah. it just took off. Yeah. Clearly, that one person must have really enjoyed it. Yeah. Then <laughs> told like nineteen of yeah. their friends, and thank goodness it took off. <laughs> um, so. I I'll put this last one out to both of you. I mean, I was having a think about this before I came and I actually, because <laughs> I had this idea in my head that it was going to be this like big organized event. We we're going to have like a guest speaker or something like, I don't know, that would be super formal. Um, and then I got here and I was like, oh wow, it's super chill. I mean, they totally could have just skipped this day altogether. Could have just sent out the invites for all the events that we're doing throughout the year and sort of see who shows up. But why do you think a, a day like today to just catch up is uh, uh, so important? Why do you think that's special? Uh, (laughs) well I think just going straight into the events like it's one thing to go personally for yourself to go to the MIM events and do it for yourself but then it's another thing to do it with other people and like having people on the same page as you and like just more similar wavelengths to who you are and like you can experience it together and this was just a day to like get a feel for it meet new people hang out reconnect and like that will just bring so much more excitement to go to the next events I think. And uh, and so for you Alex uh, this was sort of Kara was telling us a little bit earlier on the show that this event today is sort of the big kickoff for the year for all of the youth ministry stuff. Uh, is there one thing that you're most looking forward to uh, coming up with MIM for the rest of the year? Well I suppose going forward with MIM I've really enjoyed working with the community in the past, so I'm really just looking forward to getting back at it and doing the really good work again. So I've had a bit of a break, but you know, looking forward to coming back to it. If there was one thing that maybe you could tell someone who's never heard of Mar- Maris Youth Ministry, it's a tongue twister. Um, w- if there was one thing you could tell someone who'd never heard of it, what would that be? Uh, well, I personally disagree with it being kind of exclusive because I moved to Australia like two and a half years ago, and uh, Year Twelve was like. Uh, the Myers thing pretty much MSOL got me going, so I was like the shy kid who would spend his lunches in the library. But um, I decided to give MSOL a shot and then, yeah, just started making new friends, like, yeah, creating new opportunities for social life and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's great. And that's something I think that we've heard a lot today is that uh, obviously Maris Youth Ministry is based in ministry, hence the name, obviously. Uh, but we've heard so much today about why it's so um, community-based and so friendship-based. So what, what was it about you know, MIM and Youth Ministry that sort of welcomed you in then? Uh, well, it was, um, well, of course you have like the members who are so friendly and very approachable. And um, yeah, I also wanted to make my Year 12 kind of memorable. And if you could pick the most, one most memorable thing about Year 12 that you've done, what would that have been? Oh, that definitely the War and Waste campaign. So um, we decided on having a mascot called Eco Man. Okay. And uh, yours truly was chosen to be Eco Man. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. I have to know, did you yeah. put yourself up for that or did someone put you up for that? Well, I was kind of the last pick. No one else raised their hand. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll just go for it and haven't looked back since. And what did Eco Man look like? Did you have a costume? Did you dress up or was it just like you? You like have a secret identity? Uh, Eco Man had a very impromptu costume. So <laughs> we just walked over to the drama center and we looked for the greenest stuff we could find. <laughs> So we found a high-wiz vest, um, a green mask and a green cape. And I walked around with a leaf around the school telling kids not to litter. (laughs) 
And was it effective? Did it work? Yeah, so we also created a video and that was around uh, what stuff goes in which bins and that was pretty popular among both campuses. Oh wow, I can see why that's definitely very memorable. <laughs> now Liv, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what it is that you do? So I am a youth minister with Cardine College. I actually work at the Marsland campus, which is where students in grades 10 to 12 can like learn a trade, get a certificate, um, as well as doing their say. So we get a lot of students doing carpentry or plumbing, electrical. We also have things like hairdressing, childcare. So between the ages of 15 and 18, they come along, they do that. We have specialised trainers and then they're also doing regular SACE work as well. So when by the time they leave, a lot of them have apprenticeships as well as their SACE certificate. I was actually just having a little bit of a think about this before. What's it actually like being a youth minister in a school that's maybe, uh, well, not like any other typical school, I suppose, do you see youth ministry there any different from anywhere else? For sure. So I actually work in a team with three other youth ministers over at the main campus of Cardine. So I'm the only one at the trade school and I do a lot of comparing of our jobs because they have found it very easy to start up a social justice group, get kids involved um, and talk a lot about the faith side of things. Whereas at my campus, a lot of the kids have come from public schools. Sometimes they don't have the greatest background. We actually only had our first ever mass at the school on Friday for Marceline's Feast Day. Wow, what was yes. that like? It was stressful leading up to it. So I wrote the mass, I talked to the priest and I really tried to get the students a bit wary of what was going on and let them know that this is a wonderful celebration for us as a Catholic school. And it's nothing to be scared of if you've never experienced it before. And um, sometimes I get a bit worried about like the respect level of the religious side of the school, but they actually really blew me away with how wonderfully they took it. Because if there's one thing these kids are, it's down to earth. And I've really felt like I've become part of the community there and I'm so thankful for that. So I really feel the respect and love the students have for me and I hope to give them that back in return. But yes, it can be a bit trickier. Like I am yet to start up a social justice group because there's so many other things that the school is a bit behind on. We only just got school leaders, like student leaders in the middle of last year. Wow. So yeah, it's um, a bit tough. But one of the great things about it is there's so much room to grow and I have so much freedom. And because I get to go into the classrooms, it's a much smaller school, smaller school. there's only about 150 students. Oh, wow. I can really get to know the students on their level and see what they need and really meet them where they're at. And from there, I can see how I can develop that further in my ministry. And what would you say, I mean, I can imagine from what you've described that a big part of what you must be doing this year, and, and you were just telling me a little bit earlier that this is only your second year in the role as well, um, and last year being COVID, what a rocky start as well. Um, but, I mean, I can imagine that there must be a lot of um, trying to break through stigma that must be very pre-existing in a school like that, amongst students like that. What would you say if there's one thing that you wish people knew about your job in youth ministry that they don't, what would that be? Um, well, I, I know you said one thing, but I'm going to say two because I'm a little <laughs> bit sneaky. So the one thing from the student's point of view is that whenever I talk about God and talk about my faith, they always 
sort of get stuck on that word God and that really shocks them and makes them just want to turn off and not listen because it's a scary subject that they don't really want to broach. And they might have some sort of faith, they might believe in some sort of other, but using the term God can really scare them. Mm. And then I get a lot of times where I'm trying to start up that conversation and be like, hey, like, this is what I believe in, this is a Catholic school, this is what we believe in. And we really look to Marcelin, it is called Marcelin. So he is our figurehead and I talk about how great he was in his lifetime. And the kids really relate to that. But as soon as you bring it back to faith, that's when it shocks them. And I think the one thing about my job that I want the kids to know is that it's so okay wherever you are. Like, I really don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care if you are the most Catholic person I've ever met. I just want you to feel the love of God within you, whether that is from a God or just from the universe. I want you to be able to feel that and experience that in the way that I do. And the other thing that I would say I'd want people to know from an outside point of view is that while my job is to let these students know that they are loved and be able to allow them to experience that love from the universe or God or whatever you like to call it, um, that these kids also just don't shy away from it. They're not the rough tradie kids that they get a lot of stereotypes about. They are so down to earth and so heartfelt. And that school is such a family. I actually went around and talked to the students about why they liked Marcelin. I was making a little video. And the one thing I got was that they just feel so much happier there because they feel like they're treated like people. At a lot of the other schools, they get treated like a number or just another person in a class. But at Marcelin, they get treated like a person. They get mutual respect from the teachers and trainers. And it's just so wonderful to hear that. Kara, from one unique youth ministry role to another, you being both the youth minister here at Sacred Heart and being involved as well in the MIM team as well, I can imagine that you must have a really unique perspective. Uh, what do you think, I mean, first of all, which did you start first? And what do you think, if you could pick sort of one thing that brought you to that role, what, what do you think that they complement each other on? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going into my third year as youth minister at Sacred Heart this year, and I've just started with Marish Youth Ministry in the last couple of months. So I'm still pretty new to it all here with MIM. Um, but I think one kind of opportunity that I'm really grateful to have in having both of those roles in that I, over the last few years, have been um, really lucky to build relationships with a lot of the students at Sacred Heart, which I feel so privileged to have gotten to do. Um, and something which my MIM role has brought to those relationships that I've build, built um, is that I now have the opportunity to introduce the Marish Youth Ministry community to those young people. I felt so lucky today that we had a large number of those um, last year, Year 12s from Sacred Heart that, that I've known and that I've seen grow throughout their few, last few years at school. Um, to have them here at Marish Youth Ministry today was really awesome. And I feel so blessed that I get to continue to see that growth and involve them in our ministry and in our faith formation and in our community here at MIM, which is really incredible. Incredible. So I think my two roles complement each other so well um, and I'm really lucky first and foremost for the relationships that I get to build in both of those roles. Um, for me youth ministry is all about relationships and um, that's something that, that with the Maris we get to um, really focus on and do really well which, which I really love and I'm really grateful to be a part of. I love as well that you touched on uh, growth as well, because if there's one thing that I think that I've learned and taken away from today is that there truly is so many opportunities inside of MIM to get involved and to uh, to grow and to learn new things and stuff like that. I mean, you said a little bit earlier just after lunch that you have up to like one event every single month. Is that is that am I right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Why, why so many events really? I think that um, the thing about being Maris is that it's really not... Um, 
it's not kind of a one day thing or, or, or anything like that. Um, for a lot of cases, a lot of young adults that are a part of our Marish Youth Ministry community began when they started at Amara School, so be it Cardine or at Sacred Heart. Um, and then they come on to, to be a part of the Marish Young Adult community um, and then possibly go on to be a part of our Marist Association as well, which is um, our association for, for the Marist Lady. Um, and, and it's that thing that um, kind of aspect of being Marist that um, there really is that opportunity for you to continue to be a part of that family throughout your whole life really which is really awesome so for myself I, I started um, being introduced to the Marist way of life um, as a year 10 student at Sacred Heart and, and I'm obviously still here now and um, as a member of the Marist Association as well I'm really looking forward to being able to continue to grow as a Marist um, and keep that Marist family really close to my heart um, because I am so grateful for everything that they have offered to me and, and I think that, um, that that aspect of being able to grow and continue on that journey throughout your life is a really big part of being Marist and something that Marcelin would have been really big on as well. That is so amazing. It's been such an incredible day here today. Um, if people want to go and find out and see more about uh, Marist Youth Ministry events that are happening as the year unfolds, where can they do that? Absolutely. So we post all of our events and happenings on our social media. So we're at Mim Adelaide. Mim underscore Adelaide on Instagram and Marist Youth Ministry Adelaide on Facebook. So that is the hub for all things Mim here in South Australia. So um, if you're interested in getting involved, coming along and being part of our family, um, get onto our social media and you can find out everything there.